0: Welcome to Talk is Cheap, finally, on the air. <laughs> oh, man, I'll tell you what. Listen, I, I think, love... I think Pete, Pete Wilcox had something to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love I love broadcasting live because you never know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Hey, it, I look at it this way. It was mm-hmm. supposed to happen that way. Well, anyway, welcome everybody to another evening of Talk is Cheap. I am your host, Angelo Mad Dog DeScipio, joined as I am each and every week by Amelia Bolario Pitbull Chapman. Hey, Amelia.
1: I'm doing Wonderful. How are you? Amelia,
0: great show last night with Mark Sotkin, the producer of the Golden Girls.
1: It was an awesome and show. the
0: writer of Laverne and Shirley. How about yes. that?
1: Stuff? We learned a lot that yesterday. And a the lot. hitters.
0: Heavy yes. hitters hanging the, hanging out with, you know, the poor boy from Barrington mm-hmm. and some poor, go. poor lass from Odessa, Texas. Uh-huh. Uh, we have uh, an interesting guest tonight. He's a guy I've known. It's hard to imagine even to say these words. I've known Steve McCoy for nearly 50 years because neither one of us look that old. <laughs> you
1: don't, actually. Stephen all all. is
0: uh, the world's foremost Tom Jones impersonator, not tribute artist. He is an impersonator, and we're going to talk about the difference between the two. He is uh, he's also a dear friend of mine. He is the man who I say he rules Las Vegas with an iron fist and a bottle of wine. Steven, how are you, my brother? There you go. There we
1: go. Cheers. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Steve.
0: Poor one for a million myself.
1: <laughs>
2: Absolutely.
1: <laughs>
0: cheers.
2: I'm going to ask you, Angelo, to turn your mic up a little bit if you can.
0: I will attempt to do that right now. Mm-hmm. But cheers. And it's, cheers. it's it's great to hear you both.
1: Absolutely. To an interesting Adelaide. week.
0: <laughs> All, right. All right. How are we sounding now, Steven? it's that's as high as it goes i'm assuming okay Mm -hmm. well the the fact that you have our voice if you if you get close to the mic if you get closer it gets louder okay you got it yeah okay well you know i spent a a lifetime in radio so Mm -hmm. i know how to project Uh, that's the truth yep so uh, Steve McCoy is here at my request for a couple of reasons. It's been too damn long since you've been here. Almost two years, Steve. Has not really? It's wow. been almost two years. You and I were in the full swing of the pandemic in 2020. Last time you were here. It had just started, didn't it? Yeah, it sure did. It was uh, March. You were here in March or April. Actually, right around... This time time. Yeah, same time. Sure was two years ago. Almost to the day, honestly. So we're gonna make this Steve McCoy day Mm on uh on (laughs) (laughs) talking because Steve comes to to visit us about once every couple years. (laughs) So anyway, (laughs) How you doing, brother? You're looking like uh, beautiful in Vegas. Uh, you got oh, sunshine? The
2: weather's, the weather's beautiful. It, it really is. It's beautiful out here.
0: Oh, man, I'm going to tell you what. I am so envious, but you know what? You can't be envious of what you never had, so what the hell? You, uh, you don't want the humidity um,
1: here in Florida, so no.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, She's oh my in, God. Florida. Well, in Florida.
1: I'm in New
2: Jersey. Beautiful. Florida's beautiful this time of year. It yeah. still is.
1: Yeah, except for the humidity, I'm still not used to it. Yes, very much so. I'm oh, used to really? Texas hot weather. Yes.
0: Well, I'm in Jersey, and we've got a monsoon happening right now. So. Oh no. Yeah.
2: And it's... I'm in Vegas, and the weather is absolutely beautiful. It's probably about eighty degrees, and with a. The...
0: Oh, shut up! Eighty. Degrees. eighty-nine
1: here. yes. Yeah. Oh, it's, shut but up. It. Eighty
0: degrees. <laughs> It's 48 <laughs> degrees and raining right now. It's like shit outside. Mm. Typical Jersey weather. Stephen oh, my goodness. Boy, Your life, my friend, is a fairy book. It's just it, no one would believe it if you tell them. But yet I know you and I know what you've gone through. And sometimes I even have to think to myself, did this really happen? Like, did his life turn out this way for real? And it really is the thing of of folklore. It really is. So you and I know your story, and you've told it on the show. But it's been a long time since you've been here. So for Amelia's benefit and the uh, seven or eight people watching, <laughs> <laughs> no, the, uh, the probably. <laughs> Six the
1: 271 channels watching. we have watching. excellent Yeah.
0: Um
2: I, uh, I could see uh, some of the people.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, so tell, tell everybody how um, how you came to be um regarded I, as the foremost Tom Jones impersonator in the world. I always
2: I always love Tom Jones. I remember my my mother and my sister used to why he used to come on Thursday nights on channel 6. Yes, on uh, ABC, and um, I used to I used to watch, and I just watched how the two of them went crazy. They just loved it, and I, well, I, I, I'll tell you, as a as a young kid growing up, there was a kid in our neighborhood. His name was Pete Caffrey. Yes, and. He, Pete passed away at an early age. But when we were young kids, me, myself, uh, Ed McGurk, a dear buddy of mine.
0: Oh, God, yeah, sure, McGurk.
2: We, we threw we, – we, the three of us grew up together, and we used to play around and everything. And, and we used to play – you know how you would play Cowboys and Indians and stuff like that? Well, we yeah. played Elvis Presley. Oh. And, Pete, and Pete was Elvis Presley. We were little. That's we were funny. little and we would put a record on and Pete would pan a today. He if he was around right now, he'd kill me. <laughs> oh, <Jim. laughs> but but we used to uh Ed, and Ed and I were always the pranksters, we were always fighting with each other and everything else. So but as time went on, here comes Tom Jones, and I look like Tom Jones. So I started panamining. And I used to put shows on in the basement. Neighborhood kids would come in. Oh yeah. <laughs> <Go> get-
0: <laughs> oh yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean I, I mean every Saturday. My my poor family had to go through hell listening to my music. But yeah. Um, people yeah, people would pay. We had uh, 10 cents in the back, 15 cents in the middle. And the front row was 25 cents. A quarter, absolutely. Yes. And uh, they would line up. I wouldn't let anybody come in until until 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. They would line up outside every Saturday, and they'd come and watch a show. And I would use local kids uh, to do different – they they would do different characters. Yeah. Uh, As we we did it a little more, we started to bring bands in. I remember I brought a – uh, a friend from school, he had a band, so we started to do that, and um, I just always liked it, and I always pantomimed and never did anything else with it, um, but then, uh, after, after high school, they had Tom Jones, this is 1989, and Tom yeah. Jones had a uh, big hit, a resurgence with the song "Kiss,"
0: sure, absolutely. it was a big
2: hit, and I um, they uh, WMMR uh, DeBella John DeBella remember him?
0: I used to work for him. Yeah,
2: did you really? Yeah, I did. Well, John I... DeBella had Tom Jones on on the radio show. He was yeah. from from Plaza, down Atlantic City, and they did a Tom Jones look alike contest. Yes, and. All my friends, hit, you know, they everybody said you got to go down, you got to go do this, and I went and did this Tom Jones look-alike contest. Yeah. And when I got down there, they told me, they said, uh, "What song are you going to do?" And I went, "Huh?
1: <laughs>
2: I got to sing." And they said, "Yeah." And I said, uh, "I never sang before." And um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, on, I think it's not unusual. There were ten other contestants. And Tom Jones was the judge and the people went nuts. As soon as I started singing. They, there were 800 people in the audience. It was live on the radio and I won first prize. Yeah. Wow. And uh, I, I just, I couldn't believe that, but to make things even better is that there was a, a gentleman from Las Vegas and his name was John Stewart he had yeah. a show called legends in concert
0: absolutely and he, was,
2: he was performing down in atlantic city at the time at at harris in atlantic city yeah and he happened to be up in his room getting ready to go down for the show that night and saw me on the on the news local boy wins yeah. Wins Tom Jones lookalike contest. And he was looking for a Tom Jones.
0: Now now think about what you just said, okay? The probability of all of these things lining up just this way have to be a trillion to one. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: It's just it's too unbelievable to think that these things actually took place. But I couldn't believe it, Angelo. I, know, You and I have talked <laughs> about it. I know that what you're telling mm-hmm. everyone is the truth. Mm-hmm. I witnessed your rise, okay? We know this. I know you for a long time. Before this, you were a landscaper. Yeah. Uh, who, hair happened to landscaper. Look like, uh, who happened to look like Tom Jones. Yeah. You know? And uh... And then you always I mean, looked this like opportunity. Um,
2: this opportunity came along. I never, I, I couldn't even imagine that oh this. Oh, my God,
0: yeah. You know, that, that something like this was going to happen. Craziness, brother. Uh, Crazy. He got so in Let me with, ask you a question. Be, be, go it's going to tie into exactly where you're going with this. So, John Stewart sees you. He sees you on the news that night. Do you get a phone call or revisit
2: yeah. immediately? I got a I got a phone call like a day or two later. Okay, and they he asked me if I would come down to Atlantic City to do an audition. Mm-hmm. And I said, for what? He said, oh, for my show. <laughs> I, I got a tribute show. I said, people get paid for doing this. And he said, oh, he said, oh yeah. He said, this is great. He said, I've been looking. Hey buddy I've been looking for a, for a Tom Jones and you're the guy I want. So I went down there that night watched this show and Angelo I was blown away.
0: Oh yeah, you and I both know absolutely.
2: I mean he had he had a guy that opened the show Donnie Ray Evans
0: absolutely
2: Nat King Cole. Yes sir. And he would open with his back to the audience. And you would hear the introduction. It was dark on stage, and you would hear, ladies and gentlemen, the velvet voice of Mr. Nat King Cole. And all of a sudden, you'd hear, Mona Lisa, Mona Lisa, men have you. And yeah. you got the chills. You got the chills. And he turned around. When he turned around, he looked just like him.
0: <laughs> yeah, scary, isn't it?
2: And he, and Ramblin' Rose, he would go into that. Yeah. And unbelievable. Then there was another guy that uh, became a very dear friend, and his name was uh, Tony Roy. He closed the show.
0: Yeah, Tony. Elvis, Elvis, yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: And, I mean, he was Elvis.
0: Spot. There's a lot
2: of guys out there. There's a lot of guys out there doing this, and no offense to any of them, At all, and I know a lot of them. I've worked with a lot of them, yeah. And but uh, Tony in his heyday was whoo! One, he was the
0: best, yeah, the best, absolutely. Yeah, I had the the pleasure of seeing Tony and knowing him briefly. Um, I wish to God that life were kinder to Tony now. I don't even know if he's still around. I know that he's, oh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, Tony. Tony, Tony's doing, He he's recovering. He's had a little, little, some troubles.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But
2: he's recovering. He's hanging in there. Good. good. Uh, he's in Branson. He's oh, got, a family, got a beautiful family and uh, got two beautiful kids. And his beautiful. wife. That's pal.
0: wonderful. I'll so I, I, I tell you what. He uh, he got hurt. You know, uh, let's just tell everyone what happened. He got hurt. And he was out of commission for a long time. And I'm glad to see that he's on the mend. There, there are people quite frankly.
2: He's, he's a strong guy.
0: Yeah. And he's got strong faith, too, and that goes a long way. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, so you see this world of celebrity tribute artists and impersonators and think, mm-hmm. like, they actually get paid to do this. They make a living doing this. I couldn't and believe it yeah so i couldn't believe it i did the audition i went down there
2: to the audition um he had me sing delilah i must have sang it about five times i couldn't even i couldn't even hit the notes. Ah! it was crazy
0: <laughs> right
2: and uh that was the end of it yeah i didn't hear from him again for about a month month and a half and uh he gave me a call out of nowhere, and he wanted me to come to Las Vegas and audition.
0: Steve, didn't you get a phone call from a gentleman named Rod Stewart?
2: That was his brother. Yeah. That was his brother.
0: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that was yeah. His, brother. his yeah. brother's name was Rod Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kind Rod, of funny if you think about it.
2: Oh, yeah. Rod gave me a call, and he said that, uh, that we're looking for you to come out here. And, uh, we want you to audition to go into the show. Right. And I said, okay. And I took the chance and went out there. They put yeah. me up in a hotel. I went down there, uh, in the afternoon. He, you know, it was really funny because they rearranged the, 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 uh, the keys of the songs for me. Because I never sang before. Sure. And we went through that and everything else. They put me on stage that night. He said, I'm putting you in the show tonight. I never, I I couldn't imagine this, this place. And at the time, Angelo, this show was the biggest attraction in Las Vegas. It was one of the biggest attractions.
0: It absolutely was. I'll vouch for that. Yeah. yeah, I mean,
2: I, I, every night they were lined up. We did two shows a night, six nights a week, and every night they were lined up outside. We it was then the Imperial Palace. It's now uh, the place is no longer the Imperial Palace. It's right. called the Link now, but the show's no longer there. It, it uh, right shows at the Tropicana now. Yes, and and the show that that I was in to go see this show today is the shell of what it used to be.
0: Oh my god, it's 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 so sad, it really is.
2: It it, it really is. It's it it's a shame the creative genius is gone.
0: Uh, yeah. They Yeah, it really is. And there's is.
2: so it, many there's so many fabulous uh, tribute artists out there. There's so yeah. many.
0: Well, you know what Steve um You and I both knew uh, you more so than myself. I, you know, I knew quite a few people that were in the show. Um, Bobby Palermo, of course. um, You know, uh, uh, Jim Lowry, James Lowry, uh, another incredible Elvis tribute artist, um, impersonator, if you will. Um, You know, and guys like that, but those kind of guys are like a, a rarity now it's the the spontaneity is gone um, it's so rehearsed it's so scripted it's just so it, it, there are it, almost it it a lot of these it's very paper guys,
2: now you you know Angela the funny thing about about growing up in this in this impersonator business the funny thing about it is when I started, or when I was young, yeah. you know, you didn't have YouTube or anything like that. Oh, God, no. So when you saw, for instance, myself, when I saw Tom Jones perform on Thursday night, yeah, that was in my head.
0: Mm-hmm. When yeah. I went
2: to see him live at the Latin Casino, which you and I have talked about. Before,
0: oh, absolutely. Sure.
2: Uh, when he first got there, it it.
0: The Marquis, the yeah. Remember the marquee? Mm-hmm. He's here. He's here. Yeah, that's all it, it said. He's here. He's here,
2: and yeah. uh, he got in trouble with a lot of church people.
0: Oh God, yeah.
2: Because they were saying that it it's <laughs> it's referring to God. You know, he he is here. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. But it, the first two years that he was there. He's here, and when he the second year he came back, it was, he's back.
0: He's back, yes. He never said his name. No, they didn't need to. No. People knew.
2: Yeah, and it was, that was crazy. But I got off track for a minute. But Mm -hmm. you didn't have YouTube to go to to study.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, you didn't,
2: they, they really, they were just starting with VHS and all that stuff.
0: Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Yes, Steve. Sure. Mm-hmm. And Incredible.
2: You you worked off of memory. And a lot of these impersonators back then worked off of memory. The guys today have so much, a plethora of music.
0: Oh, my God. Yes.
2: Uh, yes. And video and, and vintage
0: stuff to look at. One of the things, though, Steve, and one of the great advantages you had in pantomiming for so long was that you actually got to develop a style doing that that would actually benefit you in your professional career because you could be Tom Jones and never forget that you're Steve McCoy, Mm-hmm. And that's incredibly important. It,
2: uh, it was the most. It, it, has become the most important thing to me. Angela, is that yeah? Is is uh, I've. I was very very fortunate. I was older. Right. I grew up in a neighborhood where, hey, you know, don't be a bullshitter or whoever you are. you got to be who you are.
0: Exactly.
2: And and my family, I mean, you are who you are. Don't ever say you're somebody that you're not.
0: Exactly.
2: Uh, So you grow up with morals, which we could go down that path if you want.
0: <laughs> oh, we we will trust me. We're gonna go there,
2: but I—I I mean, you know, I am so happy that I got into business when I did. Most of the guys that I that I grew up around in the entertainment business, in the in the tribute business, they—they they all came from other fields. As far as they had, they had bands, they worked they worked the playboy club they worked right lounges and stuff like that i never had that advantage i got right. my my experience came from doing shows in my basement
0: exactly mm-hmm. and exactly, and, and that was invaluable
2: it, it honestly was
0: and i drove no. and
2: i drove the neighborhood crazy because i would play tom jones music loud as i could
0: yeah absolutely <laughs> i know i was witness to some of it <laughs> <laughs> amelia yes this is an amazing story you're hearing i'm sure i love it for
1: i love it because yes, it reminds me right. back with my childhood because i my mom would have her best friend come over with her kids and it reminds me that i would have them sit on my bed in rows and i'd have them pretend tickets and I'd be singing Sylvia Hutton songs every time I'd have her albums ready and I'd be pretending Still to be my concert. <laughs> yes. Well she went by Sylvia H- back then, but now it's Sylvia Hutton. And I'd be singing Nobody oh. and they'd be like, Do they remember to this day, are you gonna sing a concert when you come back? I'm like, I guess I can but I'm Damn. older now. <laughs> so I remember the whole thing. I used to have the long hair, the barrette and everything and the oh, dress, I mean, everything exactly, reminds me back of my childhood days. And I thank you for that because I was like, oh, my God, that reminds me of what I used to do. I mean, but I, I remember I, I'm mean now, but kids, I separated the two.
2: Didn't all kids do that kind of stuff? I mean, all, I was,
1: really? the, a lot of them didn't. My sister was more of a tomboy. I, I was the type of person that stayed inside the house. My sister was like, no, I'm going to be riding my bikes outside. No,
0: nope. well, you were doing your little thing in your bedroom, and Steve was in his basement <laughs> swiveling his hips to Tom Jones music, <laughs> I was behind a microphone practicing my Wolfman Jack. Wolf Man Jack. So see,
1: we had our own little thing. Yeah, was yeah,
0: your favorite? Was, were you really? Yeah, that was my hero. Brother <laughs> Wolfman was my hero. <laughs> no, I, that's his into, story. I, got, I became a DJ because of yeah. Wolfman. That's and true. I still remember going, how oh, baby! <laughs> Y'all went the wolf Man.
1: Yep. And I wanted to become a country singer and I never did, but oh well, that's a past history. But what you was your favorite Tom Jones song to sing?
0: It's a funny story about that. I was watching Legends in Concert at Bally's in Atlantic City. Um, the Blues Brothers were doing this. And after the show, you know, everybody stands around for photo ops and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, I had my sunglasses on. I had my little goatee on, wasn't quite this white at the time. <laughs> but when I was, I was talking to somebody in Wolfman's voice. Mm-hmm. Well, the guy playing Jake Blues in the uh, the Blues Brothers said, "Have you ever auditioned for the show? Like, you might want to do that because you'd be great as an MC." Mm-hmm. I went, "Who would pay me to do this shit? <laughs> like, really? Who would?" Come to find out a lot of people would have. I missed that gravy train, brother. Right. So we But you know yeah. what? And look, everybody everybody's, you know, life happens for a reason the way yeah. it does. Oh, um, I was meant
1: to be a co host on the show with you. That's what it ended up. Some
0: for. people are meant to be on a stage mm-hmm. like Steve McCoy, and some people yeah. are meant to introduce people that are on the stage. <laughs> like so yourself. That's my gig. I get yeah. to introduce you.
2: But Angelo. Angelo yes, don't don't underestimate what you've done. I mean, you've worked with with some of the greatest. High-lit, Jerry yeah. Blavitt.
0: Mm-hmm. I have. Jerry Blavitt, high-lit. Dr. Don Rose, George Michael. Of course. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yep. Super Lou. You know, some of the best in, in Philadelphia radio at the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Oh, by the way, we just lost a uh, Philadelphia favorite son, Bobby Rydell.
2: Yes, he passed
0: away. away. Yeah, Bobby Rydell. We lost Bobby. Yeah.
2: He's, had, um, he's had some health issues. Uh, yeah, he sure did. Years.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he sure did for a long time. Yeah. And so, how did that
2: you, know, um, you know, if I'm correct, Angelo. Yeah. He had 39 hits.
0: Yes.
1: I believe so. Yes. Yeah.
0: 39. 39 number ones. Mm -hmm. Uh, He he had 39 hits at the top or in the top five. Five, yeah. Never fell below the top five. Mm -hmm. That's a fact. Mm -hmm. That's crazy stuff. He's up there with people like, believe it or not, he's up there with people like the Beatles, Elvis sinatra he's up there
2: that's incredible
0: i heard really is
2: i heard that today and i i was like oh my god
0: Mm -hmm. well steve you know wildwood new jersey the anthem is wildwood days oh yeah i had Mm -hmm. my wildwood crest t-shirt on last night in honor of of bobby
1: yeah
0: that's Yeah, did I? Uh,
2: yes,
1: it was and really a really nice shirt.
0: I've met him a couple times, and people that I
2: know that knew him
0: mm-hmm. uh,
2: said the guy was just brilliant.
0: Yeah, and a genuine mm-hmm. guy. Genuine, just, nice, just guy. A nice guy. Yeah. 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 And you know, they, we were talking about that last night with Mark Sotkin, the, uh, the television writer and producer of uh, Laverne and Shirley, Golden Girls, um, mm-hmm. It's a Living. Shows like that. He was here last mm-hmm. night. He mm-hmm. said, and we talked about that, right, Amelia? About yes, how he did. how it's rare to come across a genuinely nice person uh, in the business because you know they they have this tendency, Steve, to put on airs, to put on a facade. Yes You know, and as soon as the camera Whatever. is off, you really know the, the true public, character. They have the public persona, and mm-hmm. then they've got the real self.
2: Oh, I've met a few of them.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, you and I both, my friend. You know? We sure mm-hmm. have, absolutely. And it, and
2: it's usually, you're not being funny. It's usually the, the least talented.
0: Mm-hmm. It's almost always, yeah. It's uh, yeah. In fact, he told a story last night about a, a not terribly gifted actress who all of a sudden became a diva because mm-hmm. the network decided to take a chance on her and throw her a show. That lasted three shows, and they canceled her. You're kidding me! Mm-hmm. I'm not kidding you. Yeah. three. They gave her a, a, a They gave her twenty shows. She did three, and they canceled her. Three shows. Three How shows. That? Yep. How
2: about that, and it, and it, and it's a shame. Yeah. Really uh, well, is. I'm going to tell you something that probably about the biggest blessing that you know in that I got out of being in this business. Is the is the opportunity to become friendly with Tom Chen? Yeah, and you're not going to find a more down to earth, regular, straight out guy.
0: Steve, we have um, a a feature. Amelia will tell you it's one of she, It's her favorite feature on the show.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We call it show and tell. Yes, I want you to take a look at this. Uh, by the way, I had to get permission. Mm-hmm. From, um, oh God, uh, who I had to get permission from? Who was it? Let me make sure that I get this right, because if I don't, they're gonna kill me. <laughs> uh, it was this company. Oh, please, please, please. Um, um, this publishing company. Holy shit! Oh, um, Tree Publishing Company. The, uh, the, the publishers of Green Green Grass of Home. Oh my god. I had to get their permission to use this clip. You're kidding me. I'm not kidding you and it's your voice on the clip. Take a look at mm-hmm. it.
2: The old hometown was the same <laughs> As I stepped down from the tree
0: and there to meet me is my papa, papa.
2: <laughs> Down the road I look, and there the robber's men have golden lips like cherries, it's good to touch. That's uh, that was one of my mom's favorite
1: songs. Oh, that's beautiful! Yay! It happens to that. be
0: one of my favorite Tom Jones songs as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great, I love that song. Great
2: tune,
0: great tune. Oh. It really is. It's um, it's 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 an interesting song because it tells the story of a man uh, who is dying. You know, and uh, will they actually die. come He's to, to see person. him? Yeah, yeah. It's an interesting song. You, I'm, you, you can. I've never heard that one, but I've heard it that that it was a song about a man dying. Um, I've oh heard no, it was... no! If you if you listen to the words
2: of the song, mm-hmm. he, he is in jail, and he's facing in the morning. Yeah, he's going to be facing the gallows.
0: Oh, I got you. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. See. He, he he says in the song you know it, it, he he's gone through in his mind he's seen you know the old home, house that looks the same you mm-hmm. know uh, and then and then he's he wakes up and he realizes that he was only dreaming
0: is that where he says in the song this yeah, that's guard. Where, that's
2: where, the, where the music goes down he says you know I was only dreaming
0: mm-hmm yeah. said.
2: Then, then, then there's a guard. Then, then, then yeah. and there's a sad old padre.
0: I'm mm-hmm. yeah.
2: We'll walk at daybreak. Then I will touch the green, green grass of home. home. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful part oh, of and your show. Also, uh, to Tree mm-hmm. publishing for allowing you to given us that courtesy that's
0: nice yes uh, that's and thank you uh, thanks to steve mccoy um, for performing it yes. yeah
2: well thank Absolutely. you beautiful
0: um it is an amazing piece of music sung by a remarkably talented uh and down-to-earth guy a guy i'm proud to call friend um let's talk a little bit about what this business is has done for you besides made you like ridiculously wealthy
2: <laughs> it's it it's been a it's been a beautiful business to me and i've got no one no one more to thank than the lord up above for seeing what i needed to do yeah and Tom Jones, because without Tom Jones, this wouldn't have happened at all.
0: Brother, you had the blessing of the master himself.
2: He is, uh, as I said, he's probably one of the nicest. He's just a down-to-earth, regular guy, and and yeah, it, I mean, he's he doesn't he doesn't need to spend time with me, and but but we've had a lot of fun together, uh, yeah. jokes and smoking cigars, drinking and stuff. I saw, <laughs> well... I saw you had that I have a that.
0: Tom Jones story to tell you. I don't know if I ever told you this one. Go ahead. But Billy, um, you, Billy's pub at uh, the, oh, okay, you know it now. Yeah. Uh, there was a very distinguished maitre d' there named, um, uh, Tom, Tommy, I believe. You know who I'm talking about? The tall, tall fellow with the gray hair? Yeah. Okay. Tom Jones was there one night watching Freddie Empire <laughs> there's a name for you right so I was off shift I went back and I put my you know my civilian clothes on and I hung around watching Freddie Empire not realizing that I was but five feet from Tom Jones <laughs> literally and didn't realize it and I I'm, I'm applauding you know and I have my little drink and And I look over, and I I did one of these jobs. It was like, you know, one of them things, (laughs) you know? And there's Tom Jones there with, you know, a couple of gentlemen, distinguished gentlemen. One looked maybe very Italian. (laughs) (laughs) And and so I took a cigar out, but I didn't light it. Because as I took it out, he goes, Young man, do you enjoy smoke, young man? I said, well, as a matter of fact, I do. He goes, come here, young man. (laughs) And so I went up, you know, the the maitre d', you know, Tommy let me in. And I sat with Tom Jones. This is no bullshit. This is, you know, I'm telling the truth. And so I sat with him. He takes this stogie out that had to be like 500 bucks. Okay. (laughs) Cause it, he didn't smoke nothing cheap. This shit was like primo. No, he
2: loved those number two uh, Monte Cristo
0: number two. Cuban. Oh man, and that's a, mm-hmm. not a cheap. cigar. That's what he likes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's a money cigar. That's a, you know <laughs> that is rolled in a thousand dollar bill. <laughs> <laughs> but he's just sitting there. He had his uh, snifter of brandy or whatever it was, and a little drink, A little cocktail. And I sat and smoked a cigar with Tom Jones. How cool is that? And watched Freddie Empire, who I got to know in Atlantic City and Las Vegas. How cool is that? It was was way fucking cool. Because he was just a great guy and loved to tell dirty stories and dirty jokes. (laughs) And Steve knows what I'm talking about. He's got a wicked sense of humor. You know that. Oh, yeah. He's mm-hmm. got a wicked sense of humor. Now, tell me about the time that you were mistaken for his son. Because I read something on the internet about this. <laughs> I so. would,
2: I, he was working at the time. Now, some people will remember this. Others may not. But re- remember Valley Forge used to be Valley Forge Music Fair.
0: Music Fair, sure, yeah. It
2: was theater in the round. Yes. And I would go up there. After I was done work, I would go up when he was appearing there. Uh, I would go up there and walk. And I, I, had, a, I w- had a suit and tie on, you know, dress up. Sure. And the security just opened the door and let me in. <laughs> really? <laughs> they, would take, oh my gosh. they would take me. And I never said a word. <laughs> when they saw me, they said, oh, how you doing? Then come this way. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he's, the
0: word. story he's telling you is absolutely true.
2: And I would go over. They would take me over to the sound booth. Mm-hmm. And I would stand right there. They, they, they opened the door for me to get in the sound booth. And I'd say, mm-hmm. no, I'm, I'll stand here. I swear to God.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: This went on every night that I went up there. I never... And come to find out later on, the sound guy became Tom Jones's production manager, you know, to his tour manager, uh, Sandy Battaglia, great guy. Mm -hmm. And I told Sandy this years later, you know, when we were, we'd be all out having a couple of cocktails and talking it. it, (laughs) 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 You did what? (laughs) I said, yeah. I mean, practically every night. Yeah. I'd have
1: asked for some food. I'm not kidding.
2: (laughs) I
0: watched the show. Here's the remarkable thing. Mm -hmm. Here's, uh, Amelia, here's the remarkable thing about the story that Steve is telling you.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. It was a twist of fate that all of this almost never happened mm-hmm. and i'm going to let you hear it from the horse's mouth how blessed and how lucky this guy is that he's sitting on a gold mine right now that almost became a pile of shit okay mm-hmm. tell her what happened my brother with 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 the uh, the guy almost not letting you in the door that at the in the casino, well, I had
2: I had gone down. Th- this is when I when I went to do the WMMR.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I had gone Wait, down the there. Now, now, mind you, it wasn't. <clears throat> I wasn't. It, it, it wasn't. I didn't know what was going to happen. We were just going down there as a joke, you know, as a fluke.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And and uh, a bunch of my friends and I went down. Uh, I got a room down there the night before. And we all went down there and we partied pretty good. And we had to be at the showroom by eight o'clock. Yeah. And I wake up I wake up it might have been ten of eight, a quarter of oh. eight. Oh my god. And I'm going, Oh my god, we gotta get downstairs. We were all <laughs> hung over. Anyway, all of us, we all went running down there, and they were just getting ready to close the door. And the uh, the security guy that was there, he said, "I'm sorry, it's too late. You missed." And I said to him, "I said, look, the way I'm dressed, I says, come on, you gotta let me in here." I said, well, "Come all the way down here." He, he said, "Well, you're, I I understand. Come on in." And as I came in, Tom Jones was coming in. So we're, we see each other. Now I have met him before at the Latin casino a long time ago. Yeah. But it was just, he, he was just nice. And, uh, I said to him, I said, Hey, nice to meet you. He shook, shook his hand. I said, how you doing? He said, well, I, I've got a bit of a head. I haven't been to bed yet. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And I said, oh my God, so do I. I said, I was drinking champagne because of you. <laughs> <laughs> so he was like he laughed at that and uh that was the end that was the end of that and then you know then i went out there and then i found out that hey you gotta sing i went oh my god
0: <laughs> so- now keep in mind amelia steve never had a singing lesson in his life mm-hmm. never had a singing lesson in his life okay Let's, let, hey, hey amelia, when i my, saw hey, him for the first time ago. Angelo, I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead, brother. My mom,
2: she tried to take me. She <laughs> tried to get me to go to singing lessons. She tried to take me to go to tap dance lessons. The oh, guy mm-hmm. said to me, he says, he says, Miss McCoy, I'm sorry, your son, your son, keep you time. He'll never be able to do do any dancing. It's a waste of time. You're wasting your money. The late old the late. The lady that we would go to told my mom, you're wasting your time. He can't sing.
0: (laughs) Isn't that funny? Now this is how Uh, he makes it. Look at you now. (laughs) That's how he makes it. Let me ask you a question about that. So, where did that that voice come from? When I saw you for the first time after since we were kids. It was at Bally's in Atlantic City. You were performing. Jim Lowry was closing the show as Elvis. Bobby Palermo was in the show, and you were in the show. And um, and my other, I, I think uh, E Casanova, Laurie,
2: Laurie Mitchell gay was probably doing Tina Turner.
0: Laurie, yes, Laurie Mitchell was doing Laurie Mitchell Kay was doing Tina, and E Casnova was uh, Michael. Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah. my God. He was unbelievable. Wasn't he? Oh, my God. Please. Scary, brother. Scary. Yeah. Because you could stand up to him face to face and look like Michael. Yeah. Yeah. And without the makeup either. Um, yeah. But that was the first time I saw you in since we were kids. And I'm thinking to myself, I wonder if that's he like he's singing or he's he's lip syncing or. What you know, what's because I wasn't sure what the show was all about. (laughs) I saw legends in concert and these lookalikes. Let's go see what the hell, right? Uh, I had a young lady. How about James Lowry's voice? Oh my god, this man shook the theater when he sang. He had such a powerful, powerful voice, and he's another guy that I wish life were better to. I really, really do. Um, cause James is a really nice guy and doesn't forget anything. Oh my God. He remembers everything, everything to detail. Oh my please. Lord, the detail. This man remembers very
2: talented, very talented guy, very talented guy. Very, uh, a great singer. Absolutely loves Elvis Presley.
0: He really does. And looks a hell of a lot like him too.
2: Yeah. He's done. Oh my God. He was He started pretty much the
0: same time I did. Yeah, he he sure did. We started around the same time. Yeah. Uh, At the time, Steve, you would be hard-pressed to find another Elvis tribute act that really kind of encapsulated Elvis um, the way James Lowry did. Maybe the only one, maybe, and it's 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 an iffy maybe might have been a guy named Larry Seth the big L see oh. now, see you know i never saw him really i never saw him i i actually have i had the i saw, have, have you did you ever see a
2: guy named Johnny Harris?
0: i uh, yeah i actually have and he was frightening scary good i mean i mean to the point that people were thinking that he was Elvis's son Yeah, well, this guy looked like Elvis's twin, brother. Did he really? Yeah. His name again? Johnny Hara. No, not Johnny Hara. Oh, Larry Seth. He was this guy. He was like he was the Aloha from Hawaii Elvis. Was he really? He was down pat. Like that was that was Elvis. Yeah. Uh, but his problem, um, and I know even today I still know his manager, uh, his former manager, I should say, uh, Rob Russin, the, the great friend of mine, good guy. and uh, And Rob basically stopped the limo one night in the rain, told Larry, get the F out of the car, you're done. Oh and that was the end of his career as Elvis. He must have done something. He did. His ego took charge. You know, that's why we're talking about guys that are humble, Mm -hmm. remaining humble, you know, remaining grounded in a business that will ground you. Brother, let me tell you something. This business will humble you. Oh, yeah. It will humble you. Well, you know, it's like they they say, Steve, you know, the, the be, be nice to the people on the way up because the lips you kiss on the way up are the asses you're going to kiss on the way down.
1: <laughs> right. You
0: know? <laughs> the truth. Mm-hmm. And it's the truth. Me, me being fortunate
2: enough, 31 years doing what I do. Yeah. And, you know, the audience isn't as isn't as wide as it used to be. I mean, they're, no. they're all getting older. You know what I mean?
0: Well, Tom is getting older. That's the thing. He's eighty-two. Yes. Yeah. He's
2: yeah. But he just had a new, you know, just mm-hmm. put out a, a, a new CD, mm-hmm. and it went number one over in Europe. Isn't that yeah. crazy? That's he, craziness. He's just and and he looks he looks incredible. Yes,
0: it's I mean, like guys like Tom Jones and Tony Bennett. They defy nature. They defy the aging process. Tony Bennett, 95 years old, still singing. Yeah. That's crazy. And Listening to him and
2: Lady Gaga. He's dealing with a little bit of dementia. uh, Yeah. You know, and and that's a shame. That's rough. Wayne Newton is is back out here right
0: now. Right. And
2: uh, his voice... He he has gotten his he's gotten his chops back. He sounds great. Really? Yeah, he's he's working. Wow! And he's working over at Caesar's Palace.
0: It's interesting about Wayne. He's the guy that was riding the crest of the wave. He was king of Vegas for a long time.
2: He just celebrated his birthday. I think he's eighty. I think he's eighty or eighty-two.
0: Yeah, I, he would have to be a few years younger than Elvis Elvis would be like 87 had he lived yeah, yeah. i think Wayne would probably be around 81 82 yeah that would be about right yeah mm-hmm.
2: and angelo you know everybody can say what they want to say about wayne newton and whatever you know people always there's always a comment
0: but yeah
2: the consummate performer
0: no question about it. And know you'll get no argument from me, bro.
2: Yeah. His show, he did two shows a night, two two-hour shows a night, yep. seven nights a week. Yes, sold did. out audiences every night, both shows, and played every instrument that you could think of Yep, and sang his heart out. And people yep. love Wayne Newton. And Absolutely. Wayne Newton is uh, there's a, there's another great talent,
0: incredible talent,
2: underestimated great voice, too.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, it's like I, I became a fan of Wayne a long time ago and I got to see him in Atlantic City when he used to frequent here. Um, Resorts International that, you know, very well. Oh, yeah. Particularly the roof of that building. Um, <laughs> and uh, that's an inside joke, Amelia. You're you're too young to understand that. Well,
1: oh, I want to um, know how he what you were like when you were a kid.
0: <laughs> you know, but uh, Tom Jones and and Wayne both did. played the same room there. Uh, it was the um uh, the the room at the uh, um Resorts International in AC. Um, but I got to see Wayne there. After you know being a fan for such a, a long time, no air conditioner. It happened twice. It happened with Tom Jones and it happened with Wayne Newton. Tom Jones, and I think you might have been at the Tom Jones Show when the air conditioner broke. I'm,
2: I, uh, I kind of remember this.
0: Yeah, I was there at the Tom Jones Show. The air conditioning unit broke in the theater. He did an hour and a half show soaking wet. In oh fact, the bleach, the bleach, he was so wet, the bleach was still, like seeping out of his shirt, dripping onto oh. the stage. But he did the entire show. He did an hour and a half show. Um, and Jones, Wayne Newton Jones back in the day worked
2: his ass off.
0: Oh my god, brother. I mean,
2: uh, uh, he he had said that he would lose between eight to ten pounds a
0: night on yeah. stage. Yep. You know? That that's no lie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean yeah. back
2: in the day, back in the day, this
0: guy was oh my god. You know? Women incredible. went incredible Incredible talent. Yeah. But you know, Wayne was one of those guys that he's another one that would do Two and two hours, two and a half hours, you, you know, and think nothing of it. You know, shut the door. We're not going anywhere. You know, oh, yeah. Shut we're the gonna doors.
2: Do we're going to stay here all night.
0: We're going to be here all night, guy. <laughs> <laughs> so talk to me, Amelia. You got to mm-hmm. You got a, uh One of the premier performers of Las Vegas. He well, said right that. You, you, said you, you, you
1: said you knew him when you were a kid. He said you knew him when you were a kid. I want to know what you were like when you were a kid. I want the inside story, the inside scoop.
2: Same, same, same as I am now. Absolutely wacko.
0: He's a fucking loon.
1: <laughs> no, I'm talking about you. How you were, Angelo, when you were a kid.
0: <laughs> Angelo. No, Angelo. Yeah. No. Nah. Here's the thing.
1: No, Steve, uh, don't interrupt him, Angelo. <laughs> no, well, hold on, hold on. A second.
0: I'm, I'm telling you the truth. I'm going to uh-huh. go no, ahead. Let, let me set this up for you. Okay, so okay. you. You'll get okay. some kind of understanding about Steve and myself. Okay. Steve lived, literally lived across the street from my cousin Chris Borghese. Catty okay. corner. Yeah, okay. exactly. caddy corner. Mm-hmm. And my cousin lived on one corner and Steve's house was on the other corner. Mm-hmm. But, but across the street, right? Steve and his friends used to make these movies, okay? Like mm-hmm. John Wayne and you know, uh, Wyatt Earp, and they would do westerns. And they would bring the picnic tables out and do the... He's laughing because he knows what I'm talking about. (laughs) My cousin Chris and myself, we were big wrestling fans. In our yard, we'd bring out the beach chairs and the tables, and we would Mm -hmm. wrestle and we'd hit each other with them. (laughs) And Steve he and his friends would throw each other on tables <laughs> and play. It really, it's really the truth. Like, when I, <laughs> I can't, I can't make you this shit up. I'm not, no, you can't, no. People no. want to know, Angelo, you're such a bullshitter. I can't make this I shit up. I can just up.
1: imagine you do that. It's okay. Go to one house table for one hour and the other house for the
0: other hour. If I you wrote know, a book about my life, well. no one would believe it because they would think it was made up no my one I, would believe I
1: believe you,
0: you. My, i will believe buddy, you my buddy
2: ed mcgurk and myself we would we would go around like on trash day
1: mm-hmm. and
2: yeah back then people could put their trash out no matter what it was they, yeah yeah mm-hmm. so we would get old furniture and bring it back to the house mm-hmm. and we would break it just enough <laughs> So that when we I'm I'm sure I don't even know where this came from. Mm-hmm. I don't know where this stuff came from that you would do. So when we would do our fight scenes, which was the big thing. Yeah. You <laughs> oh yeah. Do, you do your fight, you do your fight scene and then you throw somebody onto a table, the table mm-hmm. would break. Break, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I don't even know where we came up with these ideas. Cause they, Cause I'm telling you, just mm-hmm. like I said earlier, I'm not. I. It's not a lie. There's mm-hmm. no. There was nothing but imagination. Evil Knievel. Yeah. Angelo, so yes. am I? Evil Knievel, uh George Hamilton came out with the Evil Knievel movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I had a Schwinn cherry picker. Now, yes. Not the cherry picker? Pea picker? Excuse pea me. Picker. Yeah, pea picker. Yes. Pea, pea picker. Beautiful with the handle, stingray must uh, stingray uh, bike. It had mm-hmm. shock absorbers
0: on the front and in the back. And I build a ramp in the backyard. I'm going to jump. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, we used to do that at at Christmas house. We would build yeah. a wrestling ring. We would take clothesline and wrap it around you know the different poles, mm-hmm. and that was our ring. Yeah. And then we would run the ropes and everything, you know, mm-hmm. jump yeah. off the top rope. We get on a chair and, you know, j- pretend to jump off the top mm-hmm. rope. But you were really, but you were really hitting each other with the chairs. Yes, for real. Yes. <laughs> yeah. See, see, we didn't know that that was fake. Well, and we thought it was real, so we didn't know. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do it
1: anyway, yeah. Yeah, that's like my grandmother's house. All of us oh, grandkids would get yeah, together. Yeah. We'd find something to do. And there was like about 10 or 12 of us grandkids. We would find something to do outside. Amelia, do parent- you
0: think you'd be having a conversation with two screwballs tonight? Ask him about his career. No. What? <laughs> no, no. no this, is, this
2: is great stuff. Listen, I've got to, I've got to come in here. Because uh-huh. I've got to, I, I gotta. With all of the crap that we went through,
1: <laughs>
2: I gotta plug in.
1: Oh, oh his, his phone chart. His phone's probably dying.
0: Okay. <laughs> nothing, nothing. could be better than that, right? Come on. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will tell you what, we got gonna have Steve back for part two. Oh, absolutely. Sure. I would love to.
2: We uh, I absolutely. Yeah. I'm. I'm telling you, and. I love
0: it. We definitely got to have you back for part two, brother. So let me ask you a question, my friend, and then we'll um, we'll let you get your phone charged up and we'll let you go. Um, so where is uh, where does the career of Steve McCoy go now? You're fortunate that the person that you do is still alive. Well, we're, well, well uh, I'm, I'm still
2: performing. I'm telling you. We're uh, we're coming out of COVID. Okay, we're coming out of COVID. So um, things are starting to come back. Right, starting to get calls. Uh, we've got a few. We've got a few jobs this summer that mm. we're working. We do. We do. We're doing some stuff around here in Vegas. We just got done last week. We just did a show here in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we, I've got some stuff in the Midwest. I'm going to be in uh, just outside of St. Louis in Cincinnati, okay. and uh, then this fall, I'm doing this Florida circuit, which I've been trying to get into. And boy, that's a that that's a that's a close knit group.
1: Oh, let me know uh, where you're going to yeah, be in Florida. Sure I would love is. to come see well, well,
2: you. We've got, I've got a few. I mean, it's a few of those theaters, and it's really, really. I'm excited about this, but th- yes. that'll be in the fall.
1: Oh, great. I would love to come see you. Let me know when you're coming. Yeah. Well,
0: let me tell everybody, if you want to contact Steve, if, you, um, if you'd like. By the way, Steve, are you auditioning uh, a talent right now? I am.
2: Uh, I'm looking for good acts.
0: Okay, Here's and I don't mean, can get I a hold don't of you. Mean,
2: I don't mean any disrespect to anybody out there in the impersonator or tribute world. But man, I've seen some I've seen some people that rock my socks. They're unbelievable. Yeah. There's some really talented people out there mm-hmm, and sure there are others that they just it, it, it it's, not yeah. e- it's not
0: easy. it's not easy no. no, it's really not. It's and, a, it's a well, dedicated to, craft. It really is.
2: You know, uh, just because you may look like the character, you've got to look, sound, and act like the character.
0: Exactly. And, and that distinguishes the impersonator from the tribute artist.
2: That's and exactly right. That's
0: we exactly have been that. advertising. A lot, these,
2: a lot of these guys today are just doing tribute.
0: Yeah. hmm well, Steve, we've been advertising all night. Uh, Steve McCoy at the Real McCoy LLC.com. That's been up on the screen all night. Uh, we've had that up here. and mm-hmm. tell everyone, it's Steve McCoy. This is Tom Jones, The Tribute. The show is on the road soon. You can see Steve in a town or venue near you. Mm-hmm. Check L- TheRealMcCoyLLC.com for venues near you. Uh, Steve, you are, um, when are you on the road? When does the show hit the road?
2: We've got stuff, it, it, it starts up after uh, after May.
0: Okay. After May. Terrific. So, um, and they want to get a hold of you, they can reach they can you at check, Steve they McCoy? The web,
2: they can check on the website. Uh, that will yep. that'll give them uh, information. Or check and, my Facebook page as well.
0: As, yes, and Steve McCoy is, uh, is on Facebook as Stephen McCoy. Um, check him out, friend him, ask him a question, hit him up. And uh, you can have his contact information at your hands by going to www.therealmcoyllc.com You've got his email there, his contact information, and you get a chance to see what they do. And I want to tell you something. They are good. Um, you've got people with you like um, Sean Clush I'm assuming is Sean is still with you Sean Clush
2: Sean Clush is one of the in my opinion is the ultimate uh, Elvis tribute artist out there impersonating I, impersonated. I yeah. mean this guy is scared uh, Yeah he's really I scary. know a lot of guys and I work with Sean I uh he's just he's just a very talented guy Yeah from all uh, we've got, we've got a show. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he's getting back, you know, the business is kind of crazy because what's going on is that they are people that have booked shows from 2020 yeah. are honoring those contracts. So they've got to put those shows on first right. before they can push put any other shows together yeah, so a absolutely. lot of shows that we had booked are now you know we're doing we're doing shows that were booked that were contracted two years ago
0: yeah that's, yeah. How, bad
2: this, that's how bad it was so it, yeah. it, it, you know you're it is what it is yeah it's Steve, a great-
0: what's the entertainment scene looking like in Las Vegas right now? It's Is it bouncing up. back?
2: It's picking up. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of talented people in town. An awful mm-hmm. lot. Uh, k- kid that I used to work with, uh, Lucas Ara, uh, he's performing right now. He's got to perform on ships. Okay. He's doing great, and he's a local boy. He's from Hamilton, New Jersey. Oh, okay. He was yeah, on a not, not but
0: twenty minutes from where I am. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Terrific. Uh. But there's another talented singer. I mean, there's an awful lot of great entertainment out here in Las Vegas.
0: Absolutely.
2: And uh, uh, I just hope that we can, I hope that people can weather the storm that we're going through. Absolutely. You know, that we'll we'll be able to get out and be able to see shows, live shows again.
0: Oh, my got- God, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I, think, I think live entertainment is coming back. Um, the, you know, there's nothing like you can go to a movie and enjoy yourself, but there's nothing like seeing somebody perform on a stage. Yeah, I miss that.
2: With a band, with a live band. Yeah, with a live band.
0: <laughs> you know, it's not the same with the track, folks. I don't oh, care what God. anybody says. It, the Tracks are, are fine if you want to shortcut it. But if you want the full experience, you know you got to go to therealmccoyllc.com and uh, and watch <laughs> real professionals, real bands, the best of the best, the cream of the crop, the creme de la creme. These guys they Angela, don't play you're around. Really you they really? Play. Yeah, you guys are. You guys are <laughs> the best, my friend. Uh, I love you and. Um, i got to have you back for part two. This is just a warm-up. We ran a little late tonight, but we had to because we almost didn't have (laughs) a show. What was going on? The
2: sound was coming and going. I couldn't get connected.
0: This is
2: what what happens when you go to Haddon Heights High School.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Steve, my friend, you have a great evening. Uh, we're going to let you go. Amelia and I are going to tell everybody what's I'm coming on. Amelia, the it was morning. a
2: pleasure meeting
0: you.
1: Oh, it was my pleasure as well, sir.
0: And to everybody back in New
2: Jersey, God bless each and every one of you. Uh, Beautiful. Prayers for the people over in the Ukraine.
1: Yes. Absolutely. Love,
2: love one another, folks. It's not hard to do. And.
0: <laughs> Amen.
2: And I will leave you with one thing, Angelo. I want to tell you that.
0: Yes, my friend.
2: All of the situation, the problems that we run into and everything else. If we would start taking care of ourselves, our inner circle. Absolutely. And become more of a family. Once again, sit down to dinner. Listen to your children. Get them off, get them off of the internet. Stop! Oh boy, being. Boy. <laughs> Everybody, just start to communicate again.
0: Absolutely, I think that
2: we would see a lot different. There's a lot I of. Think people people I, I think you're going to see that happen.
0: I think, my friend, you're going to see that wish come true. I got a funny feeling that uh, that people are going back to the basics again. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, and the basics. The basics are what keeps us alive. Absolutely, that's our foundation. People absolutely. have got to be responsibility for their action.
0: They've it all got, starts at the dinner table.
2: It does.
0: It all starts at the dinner table.
2: If if, if, if you state state sit and eat food food with your family, like
0: absolutely, absolutely, it, it, everything revolves around food. Look, we're Italian; we can't help it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My brother, I love you, Steve. Take care, and uh, and I will call you back next week. Okay.
2: Peace. God
0: bless. God bless Tom Thank Jones.
2: You. God bless America. And God bless everybody. God bless you, brother. Take a good, good night. To you. Take care. Good night. Good night, God Steve. Bless. Good night, Amelia.
1: Good night, sir.
0: Great. Oh, you're
1: so sweet.
0: <laughs> great show. Yeah, that's Steve McCoy. Amazing I love his performer. voice. He does yeah, have a wonderful voice. A a voice. He really, really does. Uh-huh. Um, but- so uh, you learned a little bit about uh mm-hmm. how, I want to tell you something. You want to talk about the stars lining up just right and things mm-hmm. coming into alignment. Oh, yes. If any one of those situations had changed,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you and I are not talking to him tonight.
1: I know, right? I couldn't believe it's- it. I was like, uh Oh gosh, like I put my glasses on. And
0: here's like- the remarkable thing. Here's the the, the room, re- and this is absolutely true. Mm-hmm. He went up to the door that morning at eight o'clock. Okay. It was eight oh one. And the guy was about to lock the door and not let him in. That was fake. That would have made oh, that one split decision mm-hmm. changed his life forever. Well, wow. think about that forever yeah because a doorman said ah come on in yeah think about that
1: yeah just like with my job if john
0: stewart from legends in concert doesn't see steve Mm -hmm. on the news Mm -hmm. that doesn't happen yeah if any one of those things does not happen we would be sitting here talking. McCoy does not become the world's greatest Tom Jones impersonator mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. endorsed mm-hmm. by Tom Jones himself. Wow. Okay. Think about that. Wow. Think about the gravity of that situation. Isn't that remarkable? Very more remarkable. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. So. Tell everybody what is, oh, 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 we need to do this. We got to do this. um I, I hate to do this now, but mm-hmm. we have to. Okay. We were supposed to have um Teal Piper, Roddy Piper's daughter, on the show tomorrow night. We're still alive. Everything was all scheduled. Everything was ready to go. She confirmed today. You're still alive? Moments before. Moments Mm -hmm. before we went on the air tonight, Mm -hmm. Teal Piper canceled her appearance uh, because something came up. Um, Be that as it may, whether it came up or whether it didn't, you had a commitment to this show. I'm not going to take it easy on you just because you're Roddy Piper's daughter. You disappointed the show. You disappointed the people that were expecting to see you. Especially me. You will never be invited back on this program again. You'll never be asked to come back here. And we will never promote anything that you appear in. That's Nothing. us. That's not you. You do no. what you want to do. We do what we have to do. Exactly. Now, if you got a problem with that, then do what you got to do. Yeah, exactly. um, and uh, so we will have tomorrow night. We will have Gordon Soly's daughter, Pam Allen. She is a dear friend. She has been here before. She will be here, Lord willing, with another guest. If not, we will have Pam Allen for the entire show. Mm-hmm. And we're okay with that. Exactly. So, um, Amelia, promote yourself, promote your um, social media. Where can people reach you, email, etc.
1: Uh, You can reach me at Amelia Valerio Chapman on Facebook or a -a chap seven zero at Gmail. And of course, here with you on Tuesday and Thursday nights.
0: Yes, you can see me with Amelia every Tuesday and Thursday. If you want to look at her, you got to. I'm sorry. If you want to see her, you got to put up with this. Okay. Deal with it. All right. And you can find me here every Tuesday and Thursday hanging out with Amelia. And Absolutely. whoever the hell else decides to drop by, people like Steve McCoy, we are veering away, and I need to tell people this, we are veering away from the world of professional wrestling. And I need to yes. tell people, uh, and this is really important. Um, and I wanted to do this the other night, but it wasn't the appropriate time or place. No. But I got to read this um, after careful consideration. And by the way, this is um, this reflects Amelia and I together. We talked about this. We did After careful consideration and much deliberation, wrestling with the future podcast has run its course as a viable wrestling podcast. Our final wrestling show will air April 28th, 2022 at 7 p.m. Our last and final wrestling related guest will be Missy Hyatt. We are, however, not out of the podcast game, nor do we have any plans of walking away. Moreover, we're changing the format to suit our loyal fan base. Those people that have been there from day one, thankfully and gratefully, still here with us. It is for them and for no other other reason and for no one else that we continue and move forward past the mediocrity of pro-wrestling we will get haters and we will have them and we will move past them and yes we will and it's okay I expect exactly. to have haters look sure when you're doing as well as we are people are going to hate you
1: exactly. and they're going to
0: find a reason to shit on you and guess yep. what A million. I don't give a shit
1: nope and we're going to have people we that will, love us too
0: we will have haters and we don't care not one little bit do we care nope We aim to please no one but ourselves and our true fan base. We will move into the world of politics, news, pop culture, some sport limited, much more controversial areas of public interest. And this will pain some of you, but we don't care. Honestly, I I will just tell you straight up. If you don't like what we do, don't watch. It's okay with us because we've got thousands who do. Again, if you followed us and prefer the wrestling format, uh, format, well, sorry, but it's not happening ever again. Not here. Not at all. There are plenty of wrestling alternatives uh, like Jim Cornette, Vince Russo, Monty and the Pharaoh, Dan and Benny in the ring, and we encourage you to support them. Yes, you heard me right. Support Vince Russo, Jim Cornette, Monty and the Pharaoh, dan and benny in the ring support them we want you to we encourage you to support them they all have something to offer so do we it's just not wrestling that we offer anymore i am exceptionally proud of the past guests we've had some of you uh, uh that have been with us know that we have had some of the best of the best the cream of the crop of the wrestling game And some of them have gone on to the big ring in the sky. I'm honored and proud that we have documented, in some cases, their very final wrestling podcast or interviews. Dominic DeNucci comes to mind. Um, He is uh, one of the premier guests that comes to mind. Um, My co-hosts, both past and present, helped make this show at what it is, and not just good, but great from day one with Jeff the ref to Dan the man to my current and best co host, Amelia Pitbull Chapman. They have all made this show great, and for that, I thank all of you, especially you, Amelia. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you. So, as we go forward and we continue to make our mark on the podcast world. We ask that you please uh, walk away if you intend on seeing or hearing wrestling. It's not going to happen here. But if you're interested in the, the, new, um, the new road that we're taking, news, sports, uh, politics, uh, pop culture, current events, join us. Let's go over together, okay? Um, wrestling with the Future is our brand. It is alive and well but the show is done and it will never be repeated i own the copyright i own the trademark anybody who wants to see that can go to the f uh, i'm sorry um to the um, um i'll get it for i'll put it on i'll put the link in the f the ftc whatever it is federal trade commission whatever the hell it is mm-hmm. um anyway uh, that's it yeah that's, that's all i have to say our show will go so, um, on Say again, Mil?
1: Our show will go on.
0: The show will continue and it will go mm-hmm. on. And mm-hmm. uh, Wrestling with the Future is still our brand and it will remain our brand. Um, you see it right behind me. WWTF, Wrestling with the Future, presents Talk is Cheap. For Amelia Pitbull Chapman. I'm Angelo Mad Dog very Take care, everybody. Be good to each other. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.
1: See you next time, everyone. <laughs>